Well, Maureen, younger, here we are. Here we are, Jen Brister. We're back for episode 11 after a very long hiatus. We've been away for what feels like decades. <laughs> episode we've 11. Busy. We've been busy, that's why. We've been very busy uh, with work and the like, and uh, just been impossible to catch up. We're not very good at this podcast thing. Because <laughs> it's, I mean, meant, it's meant to be a regular thing. It's so haphazard about when the <laughs> podcast will turn up. People must be like, when it actually... If well, we people, 30, oh, 30, we've got 20 avid listeners There's still people, Maureen. I know, there's still people. Don't negate, I'm not looking, I'm not looking at them. These people are very important to us, all 13 of them. Um, 20, 20. Oh, it's gone up to 20. It's God. gone up to 20. Oh, this is incredible. So... <laughs> But for those people, those 20 that actually listen to it and think, oh, this is, I'm looking forward to it, they've probably just given up. Yeah, we, lost apologies, the world, apologies. Lost the will to live and gone, do you know what? I don't care now. <laughs> and a little bit of us doesn't care, but that doesn't stop us meeting here in central London. To, in the retro bar, lovely retro bar. To do this podcast that literally we suspect nobody is now listening to. <laughs> we probably lost 10 of the 20. <laughs> People that might have listened to it have gone, but we'll claw them back somehow. Yes, we'll claw them back with our our, something. With our great marketing. (laughs) With our great PR Our one tweet. Our one tweet. Yeah, that's it. With our one tweet and Facebook post a year. (laughs) So, anyway, we're talking about all things Outlander. um, We're now in episode five. None of of us remembered what... Where we'd stopped, have we? No, I didn't know what happened. If <laughs> I mean, it's been such a long time since I've seen it um, that I'm kind of entirely relying on, on Maureen here to give me any any kind of clue about what to expect. Now, there might be some people, I, I believe that there are some people who, for whatever reason, and this I don't understand, were listening to this podcast, having never, ever watched Outlander. <laughs> Why? I know that these three of you that are like, oh, no, I've never watched Outlander. I just enjoy the podcast. I'm like... What are you on? I mean, there is nothing. In, there is nothing here for you. But fine, fine. If, if, if whatever you you know, whatever tickles you, what's it? But um, some, I think at least one of you has now started watching Outlander. Yeah, Isma uh, started watching. Has Isma started watching? Yes. Oh God, well, Isma, well done. Congratulations. We've got you on board. We'll expect something back from the production company. Yeah. Some kind of back end. We've at least improved this. Viewing figures by about 13, I think. Do you think? Maybe. Well, I don't know why we're not getting some of the royalties for that. (laughs) I mean, that's absolutely ludicrous that we've been cut out of this chain. (laughs) Anyway, so uh, for those of you that have started watching Outlander, I'd love to know uh, what you... I mean, I genuinely want you to tell me if you are on Maureen's side or if you're on my side. Maureen's side is that it is one of the most romantic, beautiful, <laughs> sensitive, uh, well-directed, well-written, plausible shows in, uh, on the television. Very realistic. Very realistic. Um, or if you're like me, you're like, I don't, what is happening, why? <laughs> I don't get it. So um, here we are, we're back. We're With episode five. Episode five of season two. Uh, which is called... Untimely Resurrection. Untimely Resurrection. Maureen, take it away. Well, Jamie, Jamie's released from prison, so I remember there was a big fight all those Jamie months ago. Jamie was released from prison. There was a big fight, and the gendarmes... Came, well, we didn't actually see the gendarmes come, but he's just come out of the Bastille. What happened? What fight was that? There was a big fight between Jamie... Because Mary Hawkins, <gasps> they thought Mary Hawkins... Oh! She's remembered. So they have a big kerfuffle. Because they think Mary Hawkins is about to be raped, don't we? She's already been raped by, by Alex's brother. So Alex is still in the Bastille. So Alex is in the Bastille. Poor Alex. And he's dying of consumption or something. Um, uh, yeah, and basically this episode, I think the moral of this episode is don't piss off Scots. I think that's the theme. Because Murta's really annoyed that, you know, Mary got raped on his watch. So he is, 
Uh, he's sworn livid. vengeance. Yeah, he's livid. Who, who, who's he sworn vengeance against? But he will get the attackers. Right. Do we know and, who the attackers are? Well, they think it's a band of young French aristocrats called Le Disciple. Le Disciple. go around oh, raping yeah. women, uh, virgins, to get oh, into the... God. Get into the gang. What an awful And they of... think Comte Saint-Germain is behind it. Oh, they he can't is. prove it. Do oh, you think he is? Of course he is. The man is vile. He'll be behind it. He's like, ugh, I don't know. He's like, I'm trying to think of something that's not nice. He's one of those, like a snake. Like a Tory he... MP. Oh, my God, he is. He's like... Give me a Tory MP. Michael Gove? Oh, that's exactly what he's like. Oh, so he's better looking God. than Michael Gove. That well, won't be difficult. That is not difficult. Michael Gove looks like a cross between Pob and a Can I just say, I was so upset when I found that he's Scottish. That's really depressing. Oh, don't, don't dwell on it. There's I know. Some, you, yeah. you can't have, country has its you can't own have all the heroes. No, You've got to have true. a few duds. We've got Jamie. We've got Jamie. You've got Jamie. So, that's so, right. So, and... But also, doesn't but, but these guys don't rape. Um, what's the chops? Claire, because she she's the white they, witch. They think she's La Dame Blanche. Yeah. And Jamie admits that he started the rumor. That's right. So that that's why he couldn't cheat on her. Yeah. Because right. she's a witch, and she went. What? Isn't it amazing. What I remember. Yeah. After everything that happened, <laughs> I, I nearly like got, got burned at the stake. You started that. He goes, "Well, I was drunk at the time, and yeah. they were throwing prostitutes at me. So I had to come up with. We had to come up with something. No, and he was thinking on his feet, which is you could have been thinking with something completely different. So, <laughs> well done, Jamie. And talking of feet, uh, Murta. This is important for later on. Uh, swears vengeance. He will lay vengeance at Jamie's feet and at Mary's feet. Right. So he's determined to get whoever... Whoever raped Mary. Yes. Right. Okay. Good on him, Murta. He's a good lad. And then, so Claire goes to visit Mary, who's obviously in shock. Oh, yeah, but she's a bit... She's not great with Mary, is she? Well, she kind of... She's not massively... She's like, oh, don't worry, he didn't finish himself off, so you're not preggers. I mean, fine. But... She's in love with Alex. Yes, and of course, this and is of course, she's like going, "Well, you can't be in love with Alex, Alex because you've got to have sex with his brother, who is an absolute monster." So, so that Frank, Frank can, can be, be born. born. Yeah, and so then this is when Claire's a right bitch, I think, because she goes to Alex and tells him because she's got that d- dilemma, hasn't she? At first, like, should she? Because Mary writes a letter to. Did so we he not gets... cover this in the last episode? No, no, no. I know it seems like we did, but we didn't. I feel like we've already talked about Mary. Mary writes a letter so that to get Alex out of the Bastille. So Claire's got that choice. Should she burn the letter or give the letter and get Alex out of the Bastille? She gets Alex out of the Bastille. But then she's a real bitch because she tells Alex not to marry Mary. Yeah. So why does he end up back in the Bastille then? No, he's he, no. that was before he was in the Bastille. And so she gets him out. Yeah. Because Mary gives a letter saying it wasn't him that raped me. And then, does, she, she, then she says to Alex... You can't marry her because, because you're dying. You're dying. You're going to make her life a misery. Yeah. And she pretends that it's all out of the goodness of her heart, but it's actually... And then, so where does he go? He disappears off. So why does Randall come to save his brother from the Bastille? Later uh, on. Perhaps I've jumped a bit. Doesn't Randall come? Yes, he does. And he's there to try to petition on behalf of his brother uh, to get out of prison. Perhaps that happens later on. No, I think that happened in the previous episode. Anyway, look, I don't really remember what the hell's going on. <laughs> But that doesn't make any sense for Randall to turn up to petition the king to get his brother out. Oh, yes. So, okay, all right. So perhaps that happens later on. That happened in the previous episode, and then he must have been in prison after that. Because you haven't seen Jack Randall turns up here, doesn't he, in this episode? Yeah. That's what's called Untimely Resurrection. Yes, I know, but what I'm saying is that bit about her sitting down with Alex and saying you can't... Yeah, that might be later on. No, before. It was in the previous episode. We've already talked about it. Oh, no. Was it? Yeah. Okay, all right then. Oh, anyway, moving on. God, moving mean, on. Even I've lost interest. <laughs> moving and I, on. And, I'm, and I was I quite like the sound of my own voice. 
Come on, Maureen. Right, so um, uh, Jamie's getting a bit narked because Prince Charles has come up with his wine investment to make loads of money. Obviously with the cons- oh, Saint to Germain. raise money for his cause. Yeah, which, and then... And, and oh, this is when it's Jamie's getting absolutely Jamie's bonkers. getting involved. So, doesn't he... Who... Wait a second, they find a poison that looks like smallpox, but isn't smallpox. smallpox. So Jamie takes this poison. Yes, and so he's going to, to see if it works. And it does. And it does. He looks like and he's then, got of course, And then he goes and tells Myrta the truth about... Oh, I mean, like, literally what... Okay. Claire. Yeah. That doesn't happen in the book. But anyway, in, the, in, the, in this story, it happens, he tells Myrta uh, about Claire. Myrta believes him, and then, because he's annoyed he hasn't told him earlier, punches him in the face. Yeah, so let's try... Let's go back a bit, Maureen. Okay. Let's really go back a bit and talk about the fact... Imagine this... <laughs> your nephew is it nephew no it's Best his godson way, cousin godson whatever your relative <laughs> someone you care about comes to you and says you know the reason why I haven't been completely honest and there's something afoot and you're right is because my wife Was comes born. from the future and instead of him going are you on drugs do you need help uh, have you been possessed he's like oh yeah that seems perfectly plausible <laughs> Everybody, there hasn't been a single person that has found out that she's come from the future that's gone, what are you going on about? Every single person has gone, oh, okay, right. oh, that makes complete sense to me. <laughs> I mean, like, no, I just, at least I want one person to go, this person is hallucinating, let's, you know, get, give them some, strap them down and give them some drugs. No, everyone's like... Oh, from the future, sure. Now no, you I mention understand. it. Well, that will make... And those pieces have all come together like a jigsaw. Anyway. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. We get to the court. Uh, we see Sandringham uh, at the Royal Court. Jamie's oh. happy to choose horses with him. Sandringham. Remind me who that is. Simon Callow. Oh, Simon In, in subtle, subtle mode. Oh. <laughs> and he wants to know why... Jamie's, Jamie's supporting the prince. Yeah, because the prince is obviously a bit of a bellend. <laughs> Yeah, okay, I remember. And Jamie's now. being loyal. And then his ex Floozy turns up, well, she's off with Claire, and then they bump into Oh god, Randall. Black Jack Randall. Black is. Jack Randall. So so uh, yes, so And then the king appears. Yeah, but wait. So she bumps into him and it's all She tries to escape. She, and he sort of grabs her and he says something about the king, like I can't remember what he says. The king, and then she goes, Fuck the king. Yeah, fuck the king. And That's the king, it. The king's behind her. Yeah, but she didn't mean that king, did she? She meant the other king. No, no, he's got because she's she's trying to get away, and he went the king, and she was like, "Fuck the king!" But he's making it up, I think. Oh, I, I thought he was going to say something like, you know, the British king, the king, and she was like, "Oh, you're not going on about him again, are you?" Fuck the king, and then no. she turned around, and the king was there. The king's there, but the king then takes the piss out of um, Randall. Oh, Randall. he enjoyed that. Yeah, he did kneel. You made him. Ah, really enjoyed that. Yeah, in front of Jamie as well. Ah. Oh. That was the best part. Yeah, with Jamie and have that first meeting and it's all a bit tense. Yes, so, but you kind of know, you kind of know something's going to happen, don't you? Yeah, and then that Claire makes a speedy exit. Jamie goes, are you all right? And he goes, yeah. And then he goes back and asks for a, a jewel, obviously. Oh, yeah, but you're not allowed to have jewels because you're not allowed to draw your sword in, in the presence Vers- of the king. No, but in the whole area. Yeah, the jewel, jewels are illegal in France. Oh, they were just illegal in the whole of France. Whole of France. Ah. You're not allowed to not, 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 not allowed to draw your sword in the presence of the king, but you're also not allowed to duel. Right. You were okay. in Britain, but you weren't in France. I see. Right. So Claire finds out she's not happy. So Claire obviously has a plan. This is a woman who always has a plan, isn't it? 
So behind Jamie's These back... are very rarely any good. She does always... <laughs> I mean, literally all of her plans are like... Rubbish. <laughs> absolutely appalling. And people are, end up being captured. And then well, she ends up being captured. And yeah. Somebody has to be saved. But you know, but she, anyway. you know she's got a plan. Anyway, so behind Jamie's back, she goes to the Bastille. Says that uh, Randall was the one who raped Mary. So he's in the Bastille now. So Jamie can't have a duel. And then do you remember Jamie and Claire have this massive argument? Yes, well, because... she's pleading for him not to... Yes, because she doesn't want him to kill Randall, because if she kills... If he kills Randall. Yes, yeah, sorry, if he kills Randall... Frank won't be born. Yes, all right, Maureen, Frank won't be born. So, uh... It's quite, that's a good scene, because Jamie's livid. He is livid, isn't he? Yeah, because obviously he needs to kill Randall for his own self-esteem and for his own manhood, to get his own manhood back, really. Yes, and he says, basically, this is too much to ask of me. Which it... Which, to be fair, it is. But he does agree. Yes. And he, cause in, she says, in, in principle, he agrees. Because she says, you owe me a life. And he's like, can't believe, I think, that she's... At the amount of times I've saved your life, yeah, you, to go... you say that I owe you, you a life. So yeah. he's agreed, but he's absolutely livid. That's yeah. how it ends. And that's how episode 11 ends. I mean, it's on a cliffhanger. Is it a cliffhanger? It's not it's, really. It is quite I mean, a cliffhanger. It is a cliffhanger. It's quite cliffhanger. None of these have felt like cliffhangers to me. All right. To be honest, I don't know how I feel about this series, Maureen. Yeah, it's not as good as season one. I just, I'm like, oh, God, every episode feels like homework. It gets, gets better. Does it? When? when it gets back to Scotland. When they get back to Scotland, it gets better. When, do, when does that happen? Episode nine. <laughs> Jesus Christmas. <laughs> how many episodes are there? Ten. No, there's 13. Right, well, God. Okay, fine. Fine, fine. Now, we're on to episode six, Best Laid Schemes. Best Laid Schemes. Now, this episode was... They had a bit of nookie in here, did they? No, that was episode four. Oh. I, mean, I think I do have a little bit of nookie, yeah, when she's heavily pregnant. Yeah. Get, she pops on top. She pops on top. Yeah. Just, if that's your thing, like, you're like... Yeah, the nookie... I'm only really into Outlander for the nookie. Yeah, don't watch series two, just... Watch season just one. Just watch, go back to season seven one. To, seven to 12. Really. Seven to 12, that's where all the nookies. Maureen knows. It's <laughs> ingrained in her memory. She doesn't need to, need to watch it. There's just a bit of a pain that she switches on when she's on the train. She's like, oh, yep, there it is. So we open, and Murta's not happy, which I mean is, is kind of it's unusual. <laughs> Have, why is it? Because they're put, putting some not, clothes on him. No, because um, they've got to, he's not duelling. Jamie's not duelling. And he won't explain. Oh, yes. So he's getting him prepared for the duel, and James like, I'm not doing it. And he's like, what the effing hell's wrong with you? I know. You big girl's blouse. Yeah. And Claire's at the hospital, obviously. Always at the hospital. And she meets that guy who is a... Doctor stroke executioner. He's an executioner, but a doctor who... And I can't figure out this bit. I didn't really know what happened here. So let me tell you what I think happened. Okay. So he starts talking to her about how they murder... Uh, people yeah. you know, on the execution, how somebody's hung, drawn, and quartered, basically, and what his role is as executioner in order to, mm. which I think is quite vile, pretty vile, but particularly if you've got a baby growing inside you, it's probably not the exact conversation <laughs> you want to be having. But anyway, and he seems to have so much pleasure in telling her about, let me do this, and let me do that, oh, you cut them up, and then the seems to fall out. And I can't figure out if he's saying it to warn her. Or if he's just like, I just love talking about this shit. This is my favourite yeah, thing to it's, talk it's about. Kind of, it's kind of dubious because I think he is warning her because he says, you know, they, the dark tasting, arts. T- tasting the dark arts and he probably knows that she's good friends with Maître Raymond. So I think he, she is warning, but you never, he is warning her, but you never know if this, because it's so political, you never know whether he's warning her or he's setting her up. Well, why doesn't he have a word with that bloody um, comp to Saint-Germain? Because he's a right old uh, yeah, dark arts bender. He's another comp to Saint-Germain, doesn't he? 
Probably doesn't know. Probably doesn't mix in those. Everybody knows it. Circles. He's a, he's a, as he keeps banging on about his no. noble blood. I have to say, right, the one big thing, mistake, I think, well, big mistake, blip in this episode. The one. The one is that, you know, the last episode, Jamie and Claire were like, Jamie didn't want her touching her. Him. Oh, and now they're back together. And then now they're back together and he's massaging her feet. And you don't get that scene where they make up. I presume they ran out of time, but it does look a bit like, hang on a minute. One minute you were like, I can't even look at you. I can't look at you, don't touch me. And next minute he's massaging her feet. Yeah. So it's a bit, that's yeah, no. a bit weird. That was weird, actually, but because it, I'd spent, there was like several months in between watching two episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they're just hoping that they're like me, that people just watch every once, every three months. Yeah. No, I, I just think they ran out of time, but I think it wasn't a scene that they, but I think it would have been quite a convoluted scene, so which is why they probably They probably just went, it. let's just assume everybody knows they made up. Boom, boom. Move the story forward. Yeah, but you are kind of going, hang on a minute, because I, you know, at the end of the last episode, you thought, oh God, they're going to, they've split, they're not going to be in talking to each other now and then it's all back anyway and then Jamie proves of course he's the uh, the man of the moment he's always the, the great man he admits he didn't he didn't agree to uh, Claire's uh, request to not to kill Randall because of he, you know he owed her a life because he's saved her life a couple of times it's because if anything goes wrong Claudin happens uh, and Claire's in danger he wants somebody to be there to protect Claire and the child he wants Frank to be there for her Oh, and yeah, that's And makes right. her promise to go, she'll go back through the stones. She'll go back through the stones. If it all Frank. goes wrong. Yeah, right. So Which, you're thinking, oh, my God, what that a man. That's probably what happens later. Yeah, that's what happens later. Um, what, what do you think? Just think, what a man. What you know, a man. They, you know. Oh, yeah, what a man. <laughs> what a fictional man. <laughs> what a fictional man. <laughs> you know, it's like to give up his own sense of justice, his own need for revenge. Just so is, there anything that this, is there anything this man just does for himself? No, not really. No, no. God. <laughs> it's like it's like being going out with Jesus Christ or something, the Scottish Jesus Christ. Anyway, let's. What happens next, Maureen? I've forgotten. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Come on, let's 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 get the momentum going. Oh, so they did. Oh, this is when they did the smallpox thing. I think so. Oh, what? and this is when Jamie tells Claire we jumped it. it was, we said it was episode five. It was this episode. Oh right, okay. I don't remember. I don't think it. I kind of think it's irrelevant, it kind isn't of, it? Well, it's. It kind of doesn't matter. So Jamie and uh, Fergus, who's great, the little French boy, uh, go off to sabotage the wine. Right. Which they do without any problems whatsoever. Which yes, is no handy. one catches them. But what I don't get is like the, you know they, they brush the coats so people get smallpox, but the coats would go on a shirt, so it wouldn't really. Yes, but they've got like they're French. They've always got like the chests open, haven't they? Oh, so that, a little bit a would brush against a the... chest, and I don't really know. What about what about the sleeves? Or you know when you put your coat up, your sleeve goes up. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. You know. So Jamie's asked to transport the wine, and the Comte isn't very happy about this. So, he doesn't trust well, him. Well, because he thinks, hang on a second. What's why are you transporting all of my wine? My yeah, and he cargo. doesn't trust Jamie at, so at all. So the Comte says, it's my money, it's my gear. Also, but what is the Comte doing helping Pr- Bonnie Prince Charlie? It's in the script. What's in it for him? I don't understand. He's Some... making money from it. Is I it? know, I it know. It doesn't really make any sense yeah, anyway. for him to get involved. Anyway, for So this is when we see Murta dressed up as a French courtier because they're going to pretend to be the disciples and they're going to uh, stop the, the, the wine and... Take the wine away. But also, oh yes, okay. And Mercer's not happy being dressed up in the fancy clothes. Right, he's... But as we've, we've established, Mercer doesn't tend to be get that happy that often. No, he doesn't. And he, he feels quite restricted. But, uh, um, correct me if I'm wrong, 
But when when does when when is the when do they do it? They do do it, don't they? They do it in this episode. So so this so they go out. So Jamie goes out. They're going to La Havre to deliver this wine, uh, uh, and then who should come out of nowhere? But Le Disciple, which obviously is murder. And there's guns and everyone, and they're saying, "Give me your give me your goods. Put down your guns." And the Comte goes, "I'm not putting down my gun." Um, do you not know who I am? Don't you know who I am? I'm of noble blood. Do you know who you are robbing? And, and he's like, "Put your gun down." And he's like, "Never." And there's a bit of me that thinks the reason why he's confident about saying never is that he's like, if you really are a discipler, then you're one of my guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why would you be robbing me? Yeah. I'm, I've created you, and now you're robbing me. So that's why I was like, that's why he seemed so confident that the guy wasn't going to shoot. Look, did he know the And that's why he felt so confident that... Oh, I never thought of that. ...that these, these people couldn't possibly be the guys because he kind of must be somehow connected involved, yeah. or involved. Anyway, that's just a little something that I'm putting on to the publisher. there. <laughs> You're welcome. And then Jamie kind of saves Lecomte's, or looks, seems to save Lecomte's life and he gets hit over the head by Murta to My make Murta, it look good. Murta just loves hitting Jamie over the head, <laughs> doesn't he? I, I think Murta likes hitting quite a few people. Um, and meanwhile, Claire's in Parisian society and she does a terrible faux pas when she reminds these pampered ladies about the poverty and how poor people are. And, and they're not the I least mean, bit bothered. What the hell was that about? <laughs> I mean, what does she expect them to say? They've never even seen a poor person. Just to say, um, just to interrupt your lurid talk about penises and, uh, <laughs> and how, love affairs. Love affairs and which man is boffing the maid. Um, there are some poor people outside. I don't know if you noticed them. And I noticed two dead people on the street. I mean, I don't know whether she went, I don't know what she expected from these women. But, I don't know. You know, that bit, I was like, come on, Claire. Wind your neck in, love. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really, it doesn't really work. Um, and then, this is bad, because Murta's now off to Portugal to sell the wine. So Murta's not about, so that can't be a good sign if Murta's not around. You know something's uh, gonna, terrible's going to happen to Jamie. Well, I mean, you know something terrible's going to happen to Jamie because it's coming to the end of an episode. Once you're heading towards the end of an episode, you can pretty much guarantee something's happening to either Claire or Jamie. Do you know what? If I was in a relationship like that, I'd be like, this isn't working out for me. I think the universe is telling us that we're not, not supposed to be together. together. Because there is absolutely no point where their relationship leads to anything other than chaos, destruction, and a nightmare time for everyone involved, including the people watching the show. <laughs> I'm watching it going, you two, pack it in. Uh, yeah, but it'd be, very, it'd be a very boring episode. Nothing happened, wouldn't it? Yes, probably. I don't know. Kind of lack of dramatic tension if they just sat happily looking at each other. Well, like, you'd get the other poetry. thing. Just reciting poetry and just having... And boffing. <laughs> it'd be a completely different film. <laughs> Completely different show. <laughs> you would be watching it for different reasons, but there we are. So anyway, uh, Prince Charles is in trouble because obviously the, the the wine thing has a disaster. He's lost all his money. The bankers aren't happy. The Comte is convinced that Jamie's behind it. Oh right, so that's when that Prince Charlie, as he always does when he wants to unwind, goes to a brothel. <laughs> goes to a brothel to hang out with. Ah, uh, oh, this is yes, because Claire then goes to the hospital, and she's 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 spotting blood, so she's meant to stay the night there. And then she comes back to the house and Jamie's not there. She's but like, she's in a terrible way. So when she gets back, she's all drawn. She looks awful. Oh, where's Jamie? Where's Jamie? And it turns her, out... Her bump looks even bigger than it did like the day before. Jamie's had to go to a brothel because Prince Charles had problems. Money. There was some kind of problem with Prince Charles. He had to go to a brothel. But we already know what the problem is because when Fergus... When they go to wherever they go to, the brothel... Yes. We see Fergus slip into a room to do some thieving... And, we and spot that's where the we red spot the red coats. We already know it's BGR. that. We know it's the yeah, BGR. 
BGS and then she, Blackjack Randall. Yes. And then she finds out there's a duel on. So she rushes to the Bois de Bologna, even though she's, you know, she's quite heavily pregnant. Oh, she's, but she's having time. a terrible time. Uh, yeah, French roads, you know, not very good Bobbing roads. About Bobbing the, about on a carriage. Running through the Bois de Bologna. That is a big wood. Well done for finding the right place. Really good, well done. And then she sees, oh, what does she see, Jen? She sees a fierce duel taking place between Blackjack Randall and Jamie. And they're really going at it. And she knows that she can't interrupt them because if she interrupts them, someone might lose their life by, you know, through the distraction. So she kind of has to sit there and, and watch. And, and see, see. Which, which of her men's going to die. Is it going to be Jamie? Hopefully not. Or Frank. And Randall is kind of uh, baiting Jamie about, oh, how's she forgiven you? How's she forgiven you for, yeah, for, for, you know, letting me stick it up your what's it? And all this. And then uh, Jamie manages to get Blackjack Randall and the Crown Jewels. Which I have to say, I was quite pleased about. Yeah, basically, just gets stabs, him, stabs in him in the dick. Yeah, and then uh, Claire goes, ah! and she she she's bleeding, and it's all she's heavily bleeding, and she gets and she tells the uh, guy, whoever it is the the foot, footman woman that came with her, to take her to go see the nun. And then Jamie realizes she's there, but he can't go to because he's being arrested by the police who've just arrived. Oh God! So Jamie gets arrested. And then we know that Claire's, Claire's gets taken away because it looks like she's having a miscarriage. And yeah, another happy ending. <laughs> another happy ending. <laughs> Care of Jamie and Claire. I mean, ugh. what do you think, Mrs? Well, she can't have a miscarriage because we know she has a baby. She turns up at the thing pregnant. But the other part of me that thinks that means she might lose the baby is that she's got to get back to Scotland. She's got to fall through a stone. So unless she goes to Scotland tomorrow, maybe she does lose the baby. And maybe she gets pregnant again later. Look, to be honest with you, I'm not that invested. Um, I'm just here trying to make small talk with Maureen. It's an excuse for us to meet up, because then we say we're working when we do this, don't we? These work. These work, I know. Yeah, I mean, I've come all the way from Brighton for this. Well, not just for this. Well, whatever, don't do it. <laughs> don't split hairs with me, Maureen. I'm a busy woman. Well, I mean, we could do another podcast. We could have really made a good use of our time, Maureen. And done eight and nine. And done eight and nine. But I, um, no, have seven and eight. It? Oh, yeah, seven and eight. But I haven't watched them. Oh, you haven't watched them? No. And oh, that'd be a bit difficult then. It's going to be too hard to do that, isn't it? Yeah. We've really that not used really our time difficult. properly again. Really not used our time properly. Yeah, I know. Okay. Well, okay. there we are. We thoroughly enjoyed talking about five and six. And if you are willing to wait three to six months, we will have... <laughs> Episode 7 and 8 out for you anytime next year. <laughs> we might get it out this year, mightn't we? Yeah, we could. We'll see. Anyway, thanks for listening, if you are. I mean, if you're not, then you wouldn't have heard this anyway. Um, Maureen? Bye then. Bye. <laughs>